Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, and strong language. If you can't handle that, you should probably leave. Hi, and welcome to Bustles and Bangers with your hostess, Rachel and Christopher. I love it when you say my name. Here I am, and here you are. Here I am. And we are here together on another episode of Bustles and Bangers with your sexy fucking hosts, Rachel and Christopher Danger. hey yo. So thanks for jumping on this ride again, everybody. Uh, in this episode, it is our third installment of Dr. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't remember what's going on. When do you ever? I think Never. there was one time you remembered. I was so proud of you. We've done two weeks since our last recording. Um. So, yeah. So a lot's happened. We took a little hiatus. We were busy. We went to a fucking cool-ass concert. We did. We saw some cool stuff. Saw The Offspring and Some 41, Simple 41, Plan. Simple Plan. Uh, had a sexy night in a hotel yeah, we where did. we hit a record for ourselves personally and yeah. took some beautiful pictures, beautiful. I might add. And you can even see some of them, I yes. think, on the internet, right, interwebs. Rachel? So, yeah. So, just before we start, I'd love to say um, to anyone listening out there, whether you love us or not, uh, <laughs> we would absolutely love you to go to our multiple social media accounts. Click follow, subscribe, like, share, download, comment, DM, whatever. I don't care. Just tell us we're pretty, man. Sneak a peek. That's what we like. <clears throat> yeah. And then, um, so you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok under Bustles and Bangers. You can find us on some of those platforms as well under some more personal accounts like uh, Gypsy Danger 317. And then I'd absolutely love you to take a sneaky private little peek at our OnlyFans, which is under Gypsy Danger 317. Uh, I know some of you out there can't search for that, but uh, DM me. I'll send you the link. Ayo, I'm totally attainable and reachable. Call me. So, yeah. Um, so... That's it. Yeah. Social media. Find me. Like me. I need your love. Mm. But uh, until then, let's talk about let's talk about Dr. Wonderful, which was written by Charlotte Douglas. Mm -hmm. Charlotte Douglas, to me, has had some pretty 
interesting ideas in these next couple of chapters of like what a man should act like and do and what's sexy to her. So I would follow love to along. hear it. Yeah, follow along. I want to hear what she thinks is <sighs> a little bit erotic. Well, and let me recap for you and for everybody else if you're just now jumping on, which is wild and I like it, but I'm a let's start from the beginning and go to the end kind of person. So we're following Matt and Becca. Mm-hmm. Becca's just uh, just a uh, little teacher from the mountain town. You know, she maybe had a little bit of a scandalous background, which really isn't that scandalous, but whatever. Uh, to mountain people it is. And then Matt. Wait, she was mounting people? <laughs> yeah, she mounted the Mounties. Mm. Um, <laughs> cue the, the, the hint at uh, a donut a day. If you like Mountie police, go listen to a donut a day. So Matt is the ever wealthy and uber handsome uh, plastic surgeon from like California. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he's filling in for the old decrepit doctor everyone's used to. Right. Because he's coming to the mountains to help all these like deformed, mm-hmm. inbred types yes, yes. get fixed up in their faces. Yes. Yes. And so he's filling in and it's been a scandal. Nobody wants him to treat them because the magazine um, ad made him seem like, uh, whore <laughs> basically and so which is interesting to me because <clears throat> stereotypically men aren't ever viewed like that it's the women so anyway but this, this is, is a weird mountain town it's very bible bible beltish so no nothing wrong with that but uh you know we like our belts to be a little more kinky so <laughs> anyway let's start at chapter nine Matt manhandled a sheet of drywall against the studs and held it in place with his shoulder while securing it with <laughs> screws. On. You're going to break it, dude. It's <laughs> fragile. You don't need to manhandle a piece of <laughs> fucking drywall. I know. Well, he'd overslept this morning and so was he off lift to a six late pounds? start. Mm, primarily because he hadn't been able to it's sleep. It's 48 inch, before. bro. I can't, I can't hold it up mm. like that. It's too heavy. Well, Becca had mm. kept him awake. Oh, not that she'd been there. Oh, slow down. Her absence had been the problem. His body had ached for her through the night, and, and his mind get rid of. Mm-hmm, hadn't right. been able to let her go or his heart. Because oh. you know your dick's totally connected to your heart, and that's you know, why y'all act the way you do. Sometimes and then, it can be. And then when the dick gets soft, you're like, oh fuck this bitch. Mm-hmm. That's when it starts connecting to your butthole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know if I liked it when you put it in the back door when it was a little soft or when it was all the way hard because one was a little easier than the other. Well, mm-hmm. you know. All right. So I like to I like to throw variety out there sometimes. Yeah. Hint, hint to what happened this weekend. So anyway, the mountain air was affecting his reasoning. Why should Becca Warwick, beautiful as she was, he argued with himself, have a hold on him that none of Hollywood's most glamorous women had managed? Was it because he was lonely, a fish out of water in this isolated mountain village, and she was a very attractive, friendly face? He hasn't wanked it in like three days. No, he's in, yeah, well, I was going to say he's in her house, but no, now he's having to sleep in uh, an abandoned building. That's right. He has to sleep outside on like a porch yeah. or some so shit. So he's fixing up this abandoned building be- to become a clinic because not only is it clinicless. Not only in is he a town. doctor, he's a fucking contractor slash carpenter class slash mason. Thank you, Jesus. He's this dude's got it all. Um and she asked that was her dream of having a clinic or a hospital in this area. <clears throat> so anyway, he couldn't get rid of this argument in his head. Who's gonna man it? Well there's no doctors. You move people in. All right. So anyway, um I guess she we're both gonna remind ourselves she had opened up to him and shared 
the story of why she was a single mother and all of that embarrassment. Um, Embarrassment? What happened? Well, see, this makes me think maybe I didn't do the second episode. Ah! So if we didn't, I'm just going to recap for you. No, we did. We we definitely did, too. Well, so she married a wealthy dude, and he was a Mm douchebag, and then basically left her for some Hollywood chick. I think maybe you said that. Maybe. Or we're going to find out I didn't do this. Mike said that he found two episodes but couldn't find the third. So that means. We did, too. Yeah. So you're just forgetting, and so am I. Yes. It's been a couple How much did we drink? We have been partying. So, um... He's thinking the only reason she opened up to him was because the wine that she had had gone to her head and that she wasn't used to drinking. And he's thinking he dated petite actresses who could imbibe all night, indulge in other illegal substances and still be bright eyed and pert when the sun was rising. Uh, duh. If you're doing illegal substances my d- at nighttime, well, right. more than likely they're you're still awake. That's why the fuck you're awake. But dude. I like to I think you were a doctor. But I liked that, you know, I felt like I could be in the same category as these petite Hollywood actresses. I think so. Right? Yeah, you're pretty hard. How do I look today? Extraordinary. Mm. Mm. And I think I'm fairly petite, even though I'm thick right yeah, now. You're getting tits, you know, I got stuff to grab on right mm-hmm. now. I'll get them later. Don't worry about it. So anyway, he never thought that way before about the women he dated. Drug and alcohol abuse were the norm for the Hollywood social scene. That explained why meeting a woman like Becca was like a breath of fresh air. He it literally says next, was he falling for a goody two shoes? Oh, oh my God. Are you a goody two shoes? How grown up are we? How does it spell two? Two, like number two. Goody is capitalized G O O D Y. Capitalized T W O dash shoes. I always grew up with one shoe, so <laughs> you're a goody one shoe. Yeah. Um so anyway, he shook his head. He's trying to get over that. He blah, I never blah, blah. understood that saying. Well, who the fuck doesn't wear two shoes? <laughs> well, it's about being goody in them. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Anywho, Matt, at this point of thinking, clenched his teeth in anger. He wasn't the man the magazine had portrayed because he's thinking, why don't <laughs> these mountain people want me to treat them? Because they all got flooded with California Hollywood today and mm-hmm. they seen what you mm-hmm. were doing. Yes. Okay. So, sure, he'd partied too hard, spent too much, passed his spare time in frivolous pursuits, and enjoyed his sexual freedom, but he'd never broken a woman's heart. He'd never made promises he couldn't keep. I almost thought this was me, but <laughs> I've definitely broken some hearts and I've definitely broken some promises. Oh, my God. So Sometimes one led to the other. Well, he says he certainly never left a woman high, dry, and pregnant like that slimeball Grady, oh, who's Becca's ex. Slimeball. So, yeah. So, see, Grady not only impregnated her and then left her from another chick but like skipped him. So he like wrote a big check. This, remember this Grady he already hates her ex. Yeah. So All remember right. Grady wrote a big check to try to like pay her off so he didn't have to think about the kid, mm. but she ripped it up. She was like, "F you, I don't need this." Right. All right. So um, Turns out She's trying to just find another wealthy person to pick up the tab. Yeah, well, she's not looking for him. He mm. was a surprise. Well, anyway, so he's sitting here working on this clinic, right? This place he's staying. Um, and some random kid walks in and he's like, are you the doctor who's going to fix my face? <laughs> I'm a doctor that if you don't get out of here, I'm going to fuck your face <laughs> up. <laughs> well, I guess he couldn't I'm really see. I'm still building a clinic. If you <laughs> can't tell, it's not a clinic yet. Do you have your hard hat on? Um, so he couldn't really see the boy and he's like, what's wrong with your face? Because his face is fucked up. Mm, he couldn't see it. So he's like, what's wrong with your face? Well, when he stepped in, he had to kind of make sure he didn't flinch. He now, gasped. He, he has the ability not to do that because of his profession, mm. but he did it, but he in did his anyway. mind. He thought so the kid stood in line, he's like, Oh my God. He's like, are you Jimmy Dickens? 
Yeah, how'd you know? <laughs> Your face looks like a cock. Miss <laughs> Warwick told me about you. At the mention of his teacher, the boy's face softened into an expression of unmistakable puppy love. With a start, Matt realized he knew just how the kid felt. Oh, wait. What is getting ready to puppy happen? Puppy love. Anyway, they talk a long time. He's asking him to tell him about the accident. So it turns out that his mom tripped carrying a pot of grease and the boy was supposed to be holding the door open for her, but he was standing in front of the mm. door rather than like to the side or behind it. So she, when she kind of tripped over him, it splattered him while. So he falling. just melted his fucking face Basically, off. Basically, yeah. So I don't think you can plastic surgery that. You can, you can actually. Um, so he asked if it hurt. Jimmy said, "You know, no, oh wait, hold, no, no, not about it. Hurt. Hold on, so this is a different thing." Um, <laughs> it's like a little. He's like, "Did you cry, huh?" Oh, he said, we were all afraid that the house would catch fire, but it didn't. It was my fault. The grease caught fire. She tripped on me. I should have stand, stood somewhere else. She cries every day when she looks at him. She feels like shit. Um, he said it did hurt really bad. Um, his clothes caught fire. His mother rolled him in the grass, took him inside, and coated his burns with butter. Because, you know. That's what you're supposed to do, no. right? Like when you cook, you put no. butter on the pan. <laughs> <laughs> so us hillbillies would think at first that that would help but it doesn't it doesn't do any good for your wound <sighs> so don't do that okay so have we been burned one time my life has so sucked Little uh, little snippet, Christopher. As you remember, uh, it was my idea, but we developed it together. We have a little bit of a drinking game, mm. and I'm going to call it B and B drinking game. Mm. Very so, clever. Yeah. So we have to take a shot when certain things happen, either when they say supper, because that happens so often. When they mention a book within a book, like I read blah blah blah. Uh, if they get a compliment or an insult. And I know there was like a little bit of a compliment. He said she was pretty, but whatever. That doesn't count. Are we for real out? Can we get? Can we order somebody to get some more? Um, if there's a violent twist, if they fight, or if there's actually sex. Um, so here's one apparently coming up. Coming I wish up. I had to go to the store after this. It's empty. Okay. Becca blinked. We're <laughs> off on Becca now. Wait, finally? We're off. We're shut up. She finally She's fucking staring blinked. the whole time. Um. Seeing for the first time the book she'd been staring at for the past hour without reading a word. As she sat on the front porch in the pool of morning sunlight, her thoughts had centered on Matt. I thought you were going to say the pool of morning. And the Dang. unforgettable kiss he'd given her last night. So a book was mentioned. We have to take a shot to that. Cheers. You got like a taste, didn't you? Mm, you didn't not very much. Anyway, she mentioned the book, so we drank. Ta-da! All right, then she is thinking of Matt for like three million pages. She sprang from her chair and set her unread book aside. She trimmed the spiria hedge around the porch. The physical activity should drive her unwanted yearnings away and clear her head of Granny's Un warnings. Unwanted yearnings. Yeah, so... Um, She's horny? Yes, so she thinks that trimming a bush. <laughs> oh, she's trimming her. Anytime bush. I'm, like, I'm horny. really horny, I'm gonna shave this up. Uh, yes, absolutely. I'm gonna so, shape up this bush. But as she's making her way to do this, the phone rings. She says, "Hello." 
<laughs> and a deep, familiar voice announced, hope I'm not interrupting. Oh, Matt? Please. No, it's your ex-husband. What's oh, his name? Oh, no, Grady. 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 She's like, Matt? He's like, can uh, I see the kid? Grady. No. <coughs> so anyway, he just he said that he just had a phone installed at the clinic. He had to try it out. If anybody needs any, um, you know, need to be seen for an emergency, they can call over there. And he's like, don't hang up. There's something I want to tell so you. So he does know that just because there's a phone in that town doesn't mean you have to call somebody in that town to test <laughs> it. You could have yeah. called one of your friends no, that knows you that. and be like, hey, I'm he doesn't want to pay clinic. for the for the long distance charges. Um, <sighs> Those were a bitch back in the day. When was this book written? I was uh, going to say that's oh, not yeah, a thing anymore. But always, always wants to know when yeah, it's Yeah, I do, because long do distance I thing never? was a thing. Like, in the night, remember, like, 1-800-COLLECT? Uh, you mean 1-888-TALK-SEX? Those were 900 numbers, oh, right? Oh, sorry, 1-900. That shit was fun. 2003, you got I did get in trouble, so I did call one of those numbers, was and they are nasty. Long distance wasn't a thing in 2003. I don't know. Anyway, 2003, whatever. Okay, so. Maybe it was. He wants to tell her about meeting Jimmy Dickens. They talk about it. And he's going to pick her up for whatever reason. I guess they're going to go over to the Dickinson's place and blah, blah, blah. Um, then he's like, do you have a pencil? She's like, why? He's like, I'll give you my number. She's like, tomorrow is fine. I won't need to call you back. Just pull your phone out. <laughs> I'm not thinking about tomorrow. She said, right. I'll have it in case someone needs a doctor. And he said, you'll have it in case you need me. And she said, Emily and I are perfectly healthy. He goes, I'm still concerned about those lights in the woods. I want you to call me if you yeah, see them again. If you again. see any aliens, I'm going to come over and have sex with you, Dude, okay? Dude, we saw an alien earlier. I know that achy vagina is really giving you trouble at night, and I have to cure. Well, so when Matt hung up the phone, he thinks... It was a frustration. He like yeah, slammed it down a Just the sound of her voice made him ache to hold her again. Never had a woman fit in his arms as if he and she had been made for each other. Never had a mere kiss left him sleepless with painful longing. Mere hardly... <clears throat> that kiss had been the stuff of legend. Charlotte Douglas. The contact. You're out of it. <laughs> had generated fireworks and rung bells. More than anything, he wanted to jump he's in gonna, his car. The he's going to nut in like four seconds <laughs> as soon as he yeah. touches that pussy. Yeah, dude. like, are you sure you're not a virgin? He wanted to drive straight to the Warwick farm and kiss her again. He had promises to keep, however, so he forced himself to fasten his tool belt and return to the front room to install the last sheet of drywall. As he crossed the threshold, the sight of a stranger perched on one of his sawhorses stopped him in his tracks. Who do you think that stranger might be? Grady. Nope. Damn. My name's Jake Bennett, the man J said oh, with course, a scowl. Of Jake Bennett. <clears throat> I'm here about my sister Lydia. So if you remember, Lydia was the one who had the like sciatica or whatever, and they were gonna sneak him in the house. So uh, yeah, I think yeah. technically he's already seen her, mm -hmm. and now the brother's basically there asking to take him to have her seen because the pain is just too bad, you know. And he was like, <coughs> "She probably is not gonna be comfortable with you seeing her because of your past, but here we go anyway." Mm -hmm. Because right. scandalous past. Yeah, and so anyway, he goes and he sees her, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, because they literally said you can't be a do good doctor if you don't believe in Jesus, right? I don't know. I don't know. Something that like that. I have no idea. But you can't have sex unless you're married. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. That's I've never sure. I've never known anybody that was able to do that, actually. It was it's the weirdest thing. No luck? <laughs> she said, ha, 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 ha. Oh, are you talking about that one or this one? <laughs> I remember the tequila run oh, you're trying to make. No, the tequila run is a no-go, but I told someone they sounded sexy, and they laughed at it, so I made a girl giggle. Mm -hmm. 
So, you know. Look at you. Um, so anyway, he t- life goes on. I guess he picks up Becca. He's fussing about how people don't like him. And he's like, their conditions aren't life-threatening. So they're, re- they're, they're willing to wait till the old-ass doctor comes back. And a word came up that I circled, and I meant to Google it, mm-hmm. and I didn't. He said, they don't want a reprobate touching their precious little ones. Reprobate. 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 I'm not even blonde right now, but I have been before. A unprincipled person. Okay. All right. Cool. Now, But it's often used humorously or affectionately. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, cool, 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 cool. So uh, they talk about how sex before marriage is sinning and they don't like a sinner and da 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 Well, then, yeah, okay. Then he said, if you're trying to make me feel better, it's working. And um, Becca's like, stay for supper. And we don't have any more tequila and I'm super disappointed. So like, who can we? Who There's can nobody we? else. Yeah, I don't know. I'm so sad. And he says, you keep feeding me wonderful meals, and I'll grow so accustomed to great cooking, you'll have to marry me. Now, oh, that's a fast move there, well, Matt. Well, if you remember, I think this was kind of like the second joke towards it. And she said, you keep asking, and I'll have to say yes. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. My, my kid needs a dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I think he takes her to look at the place, right, to see how everything looks at the new clinic. Um, here's the receptionist desk. Here's a door. He's done all this by himself, right? Yeah, dude. So oh, Becca yeah. had been so enthralled by the store's transformation, she hadn't heard him enter the waiting room. I can't believe how much you've accomplished. This is wonderful. In just a couple days, mm. he rebuilt a whole building. Mm-hmm. Man. Matt's, Matt's shrug emphasized his broad shoulders, but disappointment, not, not nonchalance, glimmered in his eyes. Amazing what you can do when nothing else claims your time. Mm. All right, so uh, she sends her kid to the corner. Like practicing medicine, maybe, man. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you see what books Dr. Tyler bought? Yeah, go look at his bookshelf. Go huh? away. Go away. So Becca turned go back suck to Matt. this yellow shirt off mm-hmm. of him. Giving herself a strong, silent reprimand not to notice how mouth-water... W- mm-hmm. That's a hard one. Mouth-wateringly sexy. He looked in jeans and a navy blue knit shirt that emphasized his physique. I'm sorry I haven't had better luck at recruiting patients, she said. I've called on several families to encourage them to see you, but no luck. I'm hoping when more of them meet you at the picnic today, they'll change their minds. What picnic? He knows. The folks of Warwick Mountain were good people, but stubborn and clannish. Ooh. Mm. Gross. They only have sex with their own then, huh? Mm. (laughs) So, um, let's see. I guess they're talking about when he leaves and she's like, I don't suppose you'd consider coming back. And he's like, what would be the point? And he's like, you don't need a carpenter anymore. Thought you might want a few more home cooked meals. She teased for those. I'd take the red eye in a heartbeat. The red eye. Mm -hmm. And he leaned toward her. And for a moment she thought, hoped that he was going to kiss her again. Mm -hmm. He'd kissed her when he left after supper the other evening, but it'd been a friendly kiss, a brief brush of his lips across her own when he'd said goodbye and thanked her for the meal. That brief contact had left her aching for more, craving the very thing she knew she should avoid. Becca stepped away from Matt and temptation. I hope you're hungry now. The ladies always complete, oh, compete at the 4th of July picnic, trying to outdo one another with their cooking. Mm-hmm. Okay, Matt nodded, blah, 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 they talk. You sure I don't need to bring anything? She says, I have enough food in the car. Then he's like, well, then you'll need somebody to 
tote. Is that the word? All those goodies for you. Wait, you're a carpenter and a doctor, but you don't know how to say, you don't know the definition of the word tote. Tote is not a hillbilly word, I don't think. I think tote is a description. I of didn't say it was a hillbilly word. I said no, I'm doctor. saying because he's like asking if that's like the hillbilly yeah, term. Do we say tote in hillbilly land? Uh, so anyway. Like you just carry it. Well, so the daughter gets all hyped up. Remember, this is a little kid who's trying to play family. And she's like, look, Mom, we're just like a real family. And she's like, you and I are a real family. We always have been. And she's like, yeah, but now I have a dad. Oh, she's man. Like, Stop. Three days in, Matt, you're going to call dad? Get this. Becca asked Matt, what did you say to her? Matt flicked Becca a casual glance. I told her she could pretend I'm her daddy just for today. Excuse me? Uh, the only person you can tell that you're, I can pretend your daddy is me, Mister Wonderful Doctor. Man, does, dude, uh, Charlotte, Charlotte Douglas really wanted somebody to come take up. Huh? Uh, yeah. So, uh, oh Lordy, Matt, you shouldn't have. What's oh, the you harm? shouldn't have. Meant, what's the harm? She said, knowing my talkative child, she'll tell everyone at the picnic that you're her father. He said, but they'll know that isn't true. She said, no, they won't. So they're These idiots, are too. out here, you fucking idiot. So I guess she's like telling him, stop doing that. And so she's like, well, can I call you daddy? And he's like, no, sweetheart. Um, I can be your pretend daddy today, but it has to be our special secret. What the fuck? Maybe Matt's a what? fucking weirdo. No, Charlotte Douglas she's is a, a fucking weirdo. Don't you dare put that in a book that a man who has nothing to do with this child can have a secret fucking secret about calling you to charlotte douglas i'm calling your ass out tell me i should think differently of you tell me you had time you had time editing this book to think that through anyway uh but this is in the early 2000s when dads were more important no dude no <laughs> all right usually i'll cut that kind of shit out of a book too not like trying to drab on anybody's vibe but i'm gonna say it right here Wrong. Grady's gonna come in there with a baseball bat and settle some shit. Yeah, I think at yeah. least Grady will stand up. Yeah, he's like, "Fuck you! I'll be out of your life." Uh, than I like being Grady weird better than life. anybody so far. Anyway, so he was like, "This mountain hillbilly town, get the fuck out of yeah, here." Yeah. So the little kid Emily's like, "Will you at least do the three-legged race?" And he's like, "Yeah, I can at least." <laughs> I already do that. have three legs. Dude, I don't need your help with that. I'm just saying, it's taking weird turns for me. I dried up. Okay, I dried up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, oh shit. Uh, so a couple of ladies, the ones Lydia and Delilah, Becca's aunt, that was really against him being here too. They come running up to him at the picnic, just grateful. It's a miracle. Lydia's back on her feet. You healed her. We're your biggest fans. Healed. Yeah, we're your biggest fans. We'll tell everybody about it. Um, at some point too, he decides because I guess there's like a stage microphone situation set up. Mm. So he decides. He should say some words. Of course he should, because he's a fucking doctor, and these are all hillbillies. Mm-hmm. So it's up to him to come and say words. Why don't people just stay in a fucking lane? Well, he's trying There's to convince people. There's a marker. How does he even know it's for him? He's trying to convince people to let him treat their children, okay? It's not work, it's not going good for <laughs> him so far. Yeah. Uh, can all your kids mm. just start calling me dad? <laughs> yeah. I'm daddy, everybody. So he said, uh, some lady said, listen up, folks. I've got Dr. Tyler up here with me, and he wants to say a few words. Becca felt her knees give away, and she sank onto the nearest bench. She had no idea what he was about to say, but whatever it was, she wished he'd cleared it with her first. She watched as Matt stepped onto the edge of the bandstand, took the mic, and cleared his throat. (coughs) Now, when you spell mic as in microphone. M-I-C. This bitch, Charlotte, (laughs) put M-I-K-E. Nope. Close. I don't 
think that that's grammatically correct. Now, if I'm wrong, please, for God's sakes, comment on my social media and tell me I'm Microphone. wrong. Microphone. M-I-C-R-O-P-H-O-N-E. Mike. M-I-C. Matt stared at the sea of upturned faces that surrounded the bandstand and wondered whether his spur-of-the-moment inspiration was a good idea, but with everyone's attention riveted on him, there was no backing out now. Here we are at Chapter 11. Now or never, Matt thought, took a deep breath and spoke. Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Matthew Tyler, and if I haven't met you already, I hope to meet you today. But first, I want to bring you greetings from Dr. Piesjar. Piesjar. And to offer his apologies for not being here this summer, as he promised, he can't perform surgery because, you know, he broke his wrist jacking off. Mm. Just oh, that's right. That. I forgot about that. Uh, but he'll be here next year. For those of you who don't know, I'm Dr. Pissier's partner, and he's asked me to fill in for him. Another murmur rippled through the crowd, and Matt could only imagine what people might be saying. At the request of Miss Warwick, your school teacher, I've refurbished the old feed store, which will serve as a clinic. I've had a phone installed. Then he, like, literally says the number. Who's got a pen and pad? Who's got a cell phone? Who's going to write this down, sir? Um, so anyway, I look forward to talking with each of you today. And with a sinking feeling in the pit of his stomach, he handed the microphone back to Art Ledbetter. He feels like he only wasted his time. He but rolled then his eyes, <coughs> got back on the mic, was like, run this fucking party up. Yeah. But then. Oh. One person. Well, the two ladies who loved him. And then. Love two. Loved him. Art? The Lydia and the other chick oh. that got the uh, Delilah. And then Becca, I guess. But, um, oh, no, Becca wasn't clapping. Mm, she was she merely looking eyes. as stunned as he felt. Um, <clears throat> so, anyway, Jake Bennett. Jake, commercial. Jake Bennett, Lydia's brother, was like, welcome, Dr. Tyler. And, woo, you know, like. So, anyway, it was not as bad. You know, mm. not too bad. Mm-hmm. Um People start going up and thanking him. Um, for they being a doctor? For coming anyway. Thank you, you know, for blah, being blah, blah. a doctor. So uh, he goes over to Becca and is like, if I have to shake another hand or smile at another person who obviously disapproves of me, I won't be responsible for my reactions. Oh, Becca so said, shoot up a mountain town? He's like wondering if he can get away. He asked about where can we escape to. And she said, I know just the place. Follow me. Back to California, dude. Just leave. Well, they went to a little nook next to a It was a clinic that's recently been rebuilt from a feed store. Well, so they crossed a wide expanse of green, skirted the edge of a cemetery filled with ancient headstones that rose on a hill beside a church, crossed a playing field of hard-packed dirt, entered a grove of mature hickory trees. When they exited the other side of the grove, they crossed a field to reach what appeared to be an old rock quarry. (laughs) But there's blue water down 20 feet below it. All right. He's like, this must be a great swimming hole. She said, no, not really. We just hide bodies here. (coughs) The teachers, or the the teachers, the (laughs) teachers come here. The teenagers come here, but kids aren't allowed to come here because most don't know how to swim. So, like, nobody in this town knows how to swim. Nobody learns to swim. Or read or, or write anything. or practice medicine yeah. or get out mm-hmm. or any of that stuff, huh? So they talk a little bit about whether or not she's come there before. She said... <laughs> I come here all the time. <laughs> yeah, and she was like, no, my grandmother would have killed me. He's like, so you've never been kissed here? She was like, never. He goes, then it's about time. Oh. He lowered his head and crushed his lips to hers, slowly savoring the honeyed taste of her, inhaling her intoxicating fragrance, sweeter than the wildflowers that surrounded them, Cupping her face in his hands, he reveled in the smoothness of her skin, her warmth, and the immense satisfaction of connecting with a woman he not only desired, 
but admired and respected. Respected too much to risk her <laughs> I'm reputation. Tell you that next time. Oh my god, I fucking respect the shit out of you. That might be weird unless I'm in the dominance role. I think that would be weird. I don't know. Uh, he respected her too much to risk her reputation by kissing her in broad daylight where anybody might see, but this, you know, where they were, you know, I don't know. I guess he reluctantly drew back and he says, you mustn't think that I wanted to stop. She goes, then why did you? Mm. He wanted to keep kissing her until the stars fell out of the sky. Oh, shit. End of the world. But he's like, I remember what you said about being decent. Okay. So he she's saying maybe it's okay to continue and he's like some of those little devils of mm. children that run around here might see us and then they're like why not we're both adults and why kid ourselves there's no future in us you're going back to california i'm staying here why does there have to be a future didn't you enjoy kissing me then we'll kiss again just for the fun of it mm-hmm and she's like, don't you understand if there's no future in it, if it doesn't lead to more, it ceases to be fun. And he's like, what do you mean by more sex? And she's like, no. Marriage and mm, a baby yeah, and a so family, not sex. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Anyway. That's yucky. So he starts feeling emotional inside and oh. he kind of retreats inwardly. And she's like, what's wrong? If you want someone to talk to. And he's like, anyway, they, so she plays therapist. therapy. Yeah, well, she plays therapist. He says, that's the problem. I don't know what's bothering me. For the past year or so, I've suffered this vague discontent that I can't put my finger on. And when he said that, I thought of you. Mm. Because you've had that feeling before. So I always have that feeling. I know. Okay, so she said discontent in your work or your personal life. He couldn't believe he was spilling his guts to Becca. He'd never talked to anyone like mm. this That's before. That's a universal problem there, Matt. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew. If I could narrow down what's eating at me, I, maybe I could identify it and make it stop. And she said, sounds like you don't take enough time to think. Okay, well, Becca, maybe you need to relieve your ball bag. Becca, for some of us, we think too much, and that's the problem. Yeah, that's true, too, which is a lot of our problem. Yeah, so I skipped like 15 million pages, and they go back to the picnic, right? No fucking. Nope, hardly. That was the only only kissing that happened. Bless you. (laughs) Sorry about your bad luck. Gesundheit. Oh, that's right. good. Yeah, good German. As they approached the picnic tables, Lila Dickens met them. Have you seen Jimmy? Not since before the race, Becca said. Susie Ledbetter joined them. I can't find Lucy. She was here a minute ago. The entire group turned at the sound of a scream emanating from the hickory grove. Jimmy Dickens burst through the trees, running as fast as his short legs would carry him and shouting at the top of his lungs, Lucy fell in the quarry! She's drowning! Oh, man. We knew it. And and right when we learned that they couldn't swim. Yeah, and if we had any tequila left, pull that out, we would take a shot because a violent and exciting twist has occurred. So just for shits and giggles, I am going to take a shot of straight lime juice. Mm Mm-hmm. That was delicious, and I was thirsty anyway. Oof. Okay, again, I come from the sticks. If anybody wants to know a little bit more ma- about me, Chris is Christopher is city-born. Mm-hmm. I'm sticks-born. Mm-hmm. So it ain't nothing to just mm-hmm. swallow <laughs> just about whatever food or drink you put in front of me. <laughs> so, uh-huh. should just smell hey, it hey. first. No, I didn't need to smell it. I knew what that smelled like. But I will smell stuff. Uh, you know, um, we are parents. Hope that's sexy. Uh, and my kid will always want me to try something. And I'm like, mm, let me just smell it. She gets fucking pissed. <laughs> She's yeah, like, funny. God dang just it. Eat it. Just try it. I'm like, mm, eh. 
So anyway, uh, basically, that's where I'm going to leave this. Oh no! Yeah, is on a hanger. Yeah. Huh? So our our these couple of episodes, these couple of installments for the ending of Doctor Wonderful were quite short, actually. Oh. You know, because well. we kind of wrapped up all the bullshit in the first two episodes. Since we skipped last week, and we're gonna do this week. Let's go get high, and then we'll uh, get to the end. Uh, Caroline just texted me. She said, "I heard you talking about a hairy bush." <laughs> Hell yeah. LOL. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we'll be back. Okay, well, I love you all. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, stay tuned for the next and last installment of Dr. Wonderful. Ayo. Bye.